Yeah, I got a D-Stacks beat. Listen to the beat, y'all. Come on, D-Stacks. Bring it in. This is Latavia here, and guess who I have back with me? My very best friend, Louis. Hey guys, how's it going? Glad to be back. I am so glad you're back, Louis. So today I brought you on so that we could talk about the current events of the past month. You ready? Sounds good. Let's get into it. All right, let's roll. You got a stack speed.
All right. So I love Disability Pride Month. And for those who don't know what Disability Pride Month is, it's a month where the ably different community celebrates us and all our differences and displays how proud we are to be a part of the community. And we support each other. Exactly. So we are pretty much the celebrities of that month. Be proud of yourself. Definitely, definitely. So guess what? Throughout the whole month, y'all, a lot of stuff was going on. And Lewis and I are going to fill you in. Yes, yes. You want to tell them the first one, Lewis? Of course I do. All right. So last month was the 32nd anniversary of the ADA. So that is the Americans with Disability Act, and that law prohibits all public and private places from discriminating against us. Yep. So they can't discriminate about jobs or schools, no transportation, anything. We can't be discriminated on. We are protected. Yes, we definitely are. And in honor of that, Governor Kathy Hochul came out with a bill, Lewis, for us on that day. It's not for us. It's for people that have intellectual, developmental, and cognitive disabilities. So prior to this law, after the age of 18, people with those disabilities go straight into guardianship by the court. So basically, the court makes the decision for them. Well, now with the new law, it's supported decision making. So she says that they're able to make their own decisions. And if those people with that type of disability need help, then they go to a trusted person and the trusted person and then enter into an agreement where the person with the disability informs them that I'm going to need help at this time, this time, and this time to make these decisions. So these people with disabilities, they could just choose anyone that they want that they trust? Exactly. Okay. Okay. And also in the bill, they got rid of the word mentally retarded. Thank God, finally. I hate that word. I do too. Um, And they replaced it with intellectually disabled or developmental disability. Yes, finally. I'm so happy about that. And they also took off the need to reside in New York State to be a part of a program that helps us, actually. And it's called the New York Achieving a Better Life Program. And she's also putting out public service announcements or a bunch of commercials to get rid of negative stereotypes about people with cognitive, intellectual, or developmental disabilities. So big ups to Kathy Hochul for doing that for us. That's a great, great job from her. I'm glad there's someone standing up for us. I'm glad too, but I do have one criticism. And that's the fact that a lot of the laws that they enact seem to like happen around the anniversary a lot. I would like to see more done, not just on the anniversaries, but throughout. Yeah, we should not be forgotten. We should not be remembered for only one month. Yeah, definitely. Because there's a lot that needs to change. So, and they do need to work on it. So, I feel like it needs to happen throughout the term, not just on that very special day. 
What else is up, Louis? All right. So, Vice President Kamala Harris, she actually sat down with some disability advocates um, discussing reproductive health and the rights for people with disabilities. Yay! Shout out to the VP, Kamala Harris. Yes. heard that like some republicans were criticizing her because she actually described what she had on and said that she was a woman sitting down at the table and she was wearing a blue suit and she used pronouns like she and her and some of the republicans were like hey that's the left going way too far and being too extreme right am i right that is true that is true isn't that similar to what you do when you post uh, images? It's fun fact time. Yeah, so Republicans, what you don't know is she was doing that to be way more inclusive because that is for people who are visually impaired or blind. When you give them a description like that, it allows them to have an image of what is going on. So... Boo Republicans for being not so inclusive. Exactly. Let's try to be uh, open-minded and think about others. Definitely, definitely. But that's not all, folks. We got more. You got a D-Stack speed? Also, there is a company called The Pottery Barn. This is a company that creates accessible home furniture. So they have tables at whatever height you want for your wheelchair. They have uh, adjustable mirrors and they have uh, open shelves. Yeah, I think I heard about that, Louis. Actually, Pottery Barn's been around for a while. They've just been creating furniture for people. You know, it's like a home decor place. But they have this exclusive line now called Accessible Home. And the stuff, I don't know if you looked at the website, Louis, but the stuff looks amazing. I have not. I'm actually going to look at the website right after this because I'm I'm, I'm curious. I, I've never even heard of them before. Yeah, the stuff looks amazing. They have like this L-shaped table. Where you could roll up underneath and then they have all the open shelves. So you don't have to pull out a shelf. It's actually open. That sounds So amazing. I think that's awesome. And then they have movable mirrors. Like some of the stuff looks really, really nice. I think I want to put that in my apartment. Yeah, definitely. And I, I'm 
I doubt this is the only business that's catered to people with disabilities. So I think more of these businesses need to be promoted because this is the first time I'm hearing about this. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely do agree. Um, There is more companies out there coming out with more like accessible clothing lines, accessible home decor. So I really enjoy that. Like I know Zappos has a whole adaptive line too. So I think that's great. But I do have one caveat. It is expensive. Like that L-shaped table I was just talking about and describing, $2,600. Holy smokes. Please explain to me why it is that expensive. Hold on, Pottery Barn. You're a little too expensive. This is uh, catered to people with disabilities that have wheelchairs made out of gold. So, um, yeah, these prices have to come down some because, yeah, a lot of us can't afford that. Definitely. A lot of us can't afford it. We don't have the money for it. And I don't understand why it's that expensive when something that is made for an able-bodied person isn't even that expensive. Like, good case in point, I'll give you an example. My mom and I took a trip to Florida last year, right? And when we went on the trip to Florida, we had to take Amtrak, unaccessible train. Now, the ride was hell, guys. But that's neither here nor there. The ride was hell. But we had to get an accessible sleeper car. That accessible sleeper car was over $2,000. When we looked at regular sleeper cars, it was under that. It was like a 1000 or something. Why is it? That hotel rooms, Amtrak rooms, why is everything so much more expensive for a person that's disabled than a person that is able-bodied? I need to understand that. Yeah, that makes absolutely no sense. You would think it's the actual opposite. There's no reason why for us to be accommodated, we have to shell out even more money than an able-bodied person. Yeah. I was like, Mom, what are they giving us in that room that's different from a person that's able-bodied? What we got that was different. I'll tell you what we got that was different. Exhaust fumes. We were in the back of the car, train car, inhaling exhaust fumes for the whole ride. I actually have video of it, guys, and I'm going to put it up. The room was the size of a box. Mm-mm. I could not fit my chair in there. It was horrible. And we smelled exhaust fumes. The whole way home, I felt sick the entire time. Did you feel accommodated? No, definitely not. You couldn't even lay the two couches out because the two couches that were there, they lay out into a bed. I couldn't even lay it out to sleep comfortably because my chair was way bigger than the room. The room is the size of a box, literally a box that you would put Maybe a a dog in, a puppy to sleep in. That's how small it was. Mm -hmm. That's inexcusable. I said, wait, is this the room? Okay, guys, I'm exaggerating on the the side of the room, but still, it was seriously uncomfortable. That's crazy. Um, They should have accommodated you much, much better. Uh, That's uncalled for. My mom felt sick, and she was like, you know what? I think we need to get off the train ride. The conductor was like, well, we could let you off in Georgia. She was like, okay, so does that mean I'm going to get my car? Because it's one of those trains where you could put your car on. Does that mean I'm going to get my car in Georgia too? He was like, no, it's going to go all the way back to Virginia. Because we had to drive from Virginia when we got off to New York. What sense does that make? That's exactly what my mom said. 
My mom was like, you know what? Forget it. I have a disabled child. Like, how am I going to get her from Georgia to Virginia or even to New York, for that matter, without my car? So we'll just have to make do with whatever we have. But it was a horrible, horrible trip. And I'm sorry, guys, but that is my story time (laughs) for today. I just need to let that off my chest. I just hate that everything is so expensive for us, especially when we can't afford it. It's hard to afford that stuff. And honestly, I'm going to give you my theory on it. My theory is that because it's a big business, right, and you can make money off of it, people just find a way to profit and make money. And because they know that people are actually going to use it, they feel like they can do it anyway. Yeah, they feel like they can upcharge you, but it's definitely, definitely not fair. Okay, so last but not least for the month of July, buckle up your seatbelt, guys, because this is going to be a crazy, crazy wild one. You guys ready for this? Are you ready? Buckle Buckle up up and and get get ready. So there was a PSA about a nuclear attack in New York. So Mayor Adams put out this PSA because he said he wanted us to be prepared for if anything like this should happen in New York and make sure that we're okay. So in the PSA, they tell you the steps to do in case of a nuclear attack. Guys, when I heard that, I was like, what? Do they know something we don't know? Because that's really scary. Now, guys, do you think when they came up with these steps that they had a person with a disability in mind? Definitely not. I'm going to say that definitely not because I'm about to give you the steps. So here's step one. Step one is get inside fast, get into a building, and move away from the window. That's step one. Step two, stay inside, shut the doors, shut the windows, and stay in the middle of the building. Remove your clothes, clean yourself up immediately with soap and shampoo. And then step three, listen to the media or radio for more information. Now, if we're outside and, you know, we got some big wheelchairs, and the closest thing to us is a building with a whole bunch of stairs, what are the steps for us? That's exactly what I said. So I actually heard about the public service announcement one day when I was listening to the radio on WBLS. And they played the public service announcement and wanted to know what their listeners' reactions to it was. So, of course, I called in and I said to them, that's great and all for able-bodied people. But what are the ably different communities supposed to do? Because a lot of the places are not handicap accessible. You can get in, but you can't move around. What are we supposed to do? Where am I supposed to go? This is really scary. And literally, all the show hosts gasped and said, I never thought about that. Do you by any chance have the link? I do, and I will put it up on our social media pages. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, because, I don't know, Mayor Adams has to put out another PSA for us people with mobility issues. Yeah, and I think that's one of, like, my major gripes with all of this. Like, I love to see that we're moving forward and things are progressing, right? People are actually taking us into consideration. But at the same time, even when Kamala Harris sat down to speak, 
speak about reproductive rights for the ably different community she spoke to advocates which is great don't get me wrong i love the advocates out here you guys are doing a great job but why not sit down with actual people who have different disabilities and ask us what we need that's a good point yeah definitely that way she could understand more of what we have to go through yeah and you have firsthand knowledge of things that we need things that need to change what you need to see because it's nothing better than coming from the actual person who's living with it every day and knows the struggle. So I would much rather see a lot more of that, of you asking the community within itself, what do you guys need? What do you need to see? Because even though the ADA allows us to not be discriminated against because of our disabilities and jobs and places like that, that still happens. Right. All the time. All the time. We're still being discriminated on. Uh, there's still a lot of places that are not accessible as we want them to be. So, yeah, there's, there still needs to be a lot more progress. And definitely, like we talked about the train station last time. It's going to take them, what, 35 years, we said, mm-hmm. to do that. So that should have been done 35 years ago. Right. And it's so much technology out here today. Why can't you bring some of that technology into the workforce so that you can see more of us working outside in the community, you know? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, absolutely correct. Even though I think all of this is great, there's still so much more work that needs to be done. And one of the things that kind of frustrates me a bit is a lot of people will say, you know, we came up with these laws, lawmakers will say, should I say, we came up with these laws because stuff needs to change. They're definitely right. But then the rebuttal as to why things haven't moved quicker is like, I remember a time when we didn't have the ADA. Right. Yes, I'm so glad you can remember a time when we didn't have the ADA and life was hard for us. But it's still not where it should be in the 21st century. That's absolutely right. We need more added to that ADA or more laws uh, accommodating us. Like we, we want you know, the same rights as able-bodied people. We should be able to go anywhere where they can go or do anything that they can do. Right, without any limitations without, at all. exactly. Or any restrictions at all. Because we are a part of the community, definitely. Most, most, quote of the episode so lewis since you are my guest it is up to you to come up with a profound quote are you ready i am ready go ahead all right so the quote that i'd like to tell you guys is comes from zig ziglar quote is if you are not willing to learn no one can help you if you are determined to learn no one can stop you Oh my goodness, that's such a great quote. And I actually love that quote because that actually encompasses the whole episode, right? Exactly. Pretty much change is needed and people just need to learn more about us and 
accommodate us. Right. And that's why this podcast is here, guys. So you can learn more about the Avely Different community, get all the different perspectives. And so that change can happen. I would like to see change come, even if it's just like it changes one person's mindset about a person who's ably different. I've met my goal of this whole show, right? Yeah, great. That would mean that we're doing something right. This podcast is going in the right direction. Any small change would be tremendous. Right? Definitely. And all of the information you heard in today's episode is courtesy of NPR.com. Disability Scoop, ATA.org, and the New York State Senate.gov. So that is all we have for you today, folks. Thank you, Louis, for coming on. Of course. I'm glad to be here. Continue to share, subscribe, tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your brother, tell your auntie, tell your, I don't know, uncle, tell everyone you could possibly think of that Queens on a Roll is here. Tell your kids. And, oh, guys, I now have a Patreon account. So if you would love to support the podcast in any way, I will have my Patreon account posted so you can donate whatever you feel is necessary. And, guys, don't worry. I am going to give you some great content for your donations. So please, please, if you can, donate what you can. Continue to share, subscribe, and run it up. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. Don't forget to go subscribe, like, and share. Yay! And we're rolling out.